0: Love Talk Radio. Stand by. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. I'm back in the war room. Israel. Psalms one hundred and twenty two verse six. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Good evening, and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet. I'm your host, Brother Emmett Overton. Uh, not too fond of the apostle stuff. There's a lot of suffering with that. I'd rather be humble. Um, the title don't mean nothing to me. It's just one that means sent. That's it. But I want to share something before we start it. We're going to be teaching this evening of why healing is not taking place and why that the church doesn't see miracles. And then the next sermon, we're going to be teaching on healing. Now, I want to say this. Say something before I get started. I had a person call me from France. Uh, He's from France, and I think his wife is from America. Anyway, uh, the guy called me. I didn't like what you said about America, and it's a God created this country, and all of this foolishness. Uh, I told I told the brother he's not an American. So if any of you are hearing me speak about this country, the Lord is giving me the permission to speak about this country. Why is it you got to tie me as being racist when I'm telling you about white American Christians? I said white American Christians. I didn't say British Christians. I didn't say Angola Christians, Canadian Christians. Majority of white American Christians in the United States. This is my country. I live here. I was born here. I served in the military here. My father served in the military. My brother served in the military. My sister served in the military. My brother-in-law served in the military. My brother-daughter served in the military. My grandfather served in the military. I got cousins in the military. Uh, My uncle's two children was in the Navy. So when God moves on my heart to speak about this wicked country, I'm going to do it, so don't come calling me. You don't like it. it's the truth, then tough. We live in America, which is very racist. And no one's speaking out against this. God has my mouth to do it. We got issues in America. Now, I'm giving a warning to you American Christians. You better heed to what I'm saying. So if any of you brothers and sisters listen to me overseas, you don't know nothing about America. And the Holy Spirit put that in me. Don't judge me what I see. I lived here. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. In 1983, there was the last hanging of a black man. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. Very racist. Clickish. So I have been in racism throughout my whole life. Dr. Martin Luther King was a Christian pastor. He had to deal with racial issues. God help. I'm glad I don't have that burden on me. And they killed him. He believed in nonviolence. He was a Christian. He was from the South. Any if you foreigners overseas, you don't know nothing about America unless you've lived here. And if you lived here long enough, and let me carry it in the, in the, in the roles of, of African-American uh, 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 people, the suffering is a little bit different. So if you overseas and you hear me speak about America, if you don't know nothing about this country, keep your opinion to yourself, or come over here and live in it, or I'll carry you to a real America. I'll show you America. Now, if you've been to New York City at the Hilton Hotel, you don't know nothing about America. Just like people come from all over the world to Jamaica, and they just go to the tourism area, hedonism, um, Ochi. I don't even like going around ochi This, It's just nothing but uh, tourism. That's not Jamaica. So if you don't know about a country... I am speaking on behalf of America because I'm an American citizen. I have spiritual authority in America. This is my country. My father was American Indian. I you know what they're getting all upset about, but it's the truth. This is a very wicked nation, very wicked. And for you Christians, whoever or wherever you at, I'm warning all of you, you need to read the Bible for yourself. You need to read the word of God for yourself. you see, seeing T.D. Jakes getting called out. These prophets and these big-time mega ministries are not teaching you nothing. But you don't know the Bible. So I wanted to answer that question for that brother in France. You don't know nothing about America. You never lived over here. Okay? So you can't say what I said was wrong because you ain't never been over here. I asked you, ever lived in America? You said, no. I said, how can you? I, I don't know the demons in Paris, France. I don't know no demons. I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't know the demons in Canada. God ain't revealed none of that to me. But the Lord has revealed to me my birthplace because I have a right as a sovereign citizen of the United States under the Constitution. I have a right of free speech. And if you don't like the truth, then go Don't come to live deliverance because we're very controversial here. I like war. I like spiritual warfare. I like confrontations. Jesus confronted Satan. So bring it on because I'm going to tell the truth. And as long as I got a tongue to speak the truth, because pastors are not teaching anything of what I'm saying, which they need to. And this guy called me from France. He was so offended. Because he said, we gave you the Statue of Liberty. And I told him, what does that mean? Well, if you look at the Statue of Liberty, you'll see shackles on her ankle. That's slavery. See, he don't even know what he's talking about. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. Read the word fast. The Bible says, you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free. God's word is truth. America has never been a Christian nation, founded on the founding fathers, which was Freemasons. So don't go there with me. So if you're in a foreign country, you don't know what's going on over here because you're not over here. I had a guy from uh, Zimbabwe call me. Well, that's God's country. Have you ever lived over here? He said, no. I said, well, how can you say that? I've never been in Zimbabwe as an apostle here in America, I would even if someone sent me to their country. I live in Jamaica too. When I'm in Jamaica, I don't never say nothing bad about the politics in Jamaica. Uh, uh what's going on over there? I would let Pastor Earl White, he's Jamaican. That's his country. I live there. Okay, as a a tourist or uh, an alien, I like it there. But I would never speak about Jamaica, the bad things about it, good. no, I let another Jamaican speak about it, that's his land, but when it comes to good old USA, I will speak and I will not stop, okay, come to reality, this is a racist country, it's so racist that if that was a black man running for president with all these charges, he would have been locked up, so see, they don't know what they talk about, I have to speak because I got to obey God, now, if you don't like it, bye. Because I'm going to say what the Word of God will have me to say. There are principalities in America. We talked about that last night. Now we're going to move into miracles and why. You're going to be so shocked to find out why miracles don't take place. Why that the church does not bring in healing. How come there's no healing in the church? How come there's not no healing service? In the church, Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, Acts 10.38. Come, Holy Ghost, move upon me, Holy Spirit. Lord, your word says, do not worry about what you're going to say or how that you're going to say, that the Holy Ghost shall teach you at that hour what ye need to say. Lord, I give this to you. I bind every satanic force, every demonic demon in the airways that will block the hearer from hearing the truth. Use me as your oracle. By your holy name, we pray. In Jesus of Nazareth name. But there's no other name whereby man can be saved but the name of Jesus. Acts 4.12. Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Now, let's get into this thing. So I had to, had to give those two questions. Don't come call me if you're in a foreign country. Come about America. You don't know nothing about over here. You you need to get a prophet to talk about your country. But when I talked last night, I told people to pray for their nation. I can't sit up here and say what's going on in Canada. I never lived in Canada. Okay? I never lived in Iceland. But I can talk about my country. But I'll never talk about another country because that's not I'm not pilgrimage there. I came and called, God called this apostle out of America. Why is it that we don't see no healing in the church? You're going to be so shocked to see this, man. I'm so fired up about this thing here, man. (laughs) Boy, I got 37 verses of scripture in the New Testament to show you why you don't see no miracles in the church. You're going to be so shocked. Boy, God is good. His word is truth. Let's get this thing started. Thirty reasons why miracles don't happen. Now, the reason why I got to do do this because I'm doing a teaching on healing. Okay, today is Tuesday. Advantage Janet Taylor will be in on Wednesday. I mean, on, on Thursday, and I'll be teaching this again probably Friday. Okay, our Shabbat services at two o'clock. If you're listening to me, tell someone about Live Deliverance Internet Radio, www.livedeliverance.com. This year, we're moving in on marketing, and me and Sister Durden have been a key in to increase the audience. The Lord wants more people. He told me, teach it. I got to teach it because I don't know when he's coming. I want the gospel throughout the whole earth. I'm not interested in trying to become rich because the Bible says, "Seek not to become rich." The Bible tells me this. Internet radio is living on faith, so I don't depend on the offerings of a people. I depend on Christ to move on people's heart. I don't sell out, give you no cups to come by here, and you get, you know, you send a hundred dollars, I send you a cup with my face on it. No, we don't do that. Okay, we're not doing that. I'm not going to tell you, uh, send in a hundred and ninety dollars, and in seven months all the demons will leave. I'm not doing that. Okay, so that's not me. I trust in the Lord. I'm teaching this from my heart out of Scripture, and I hope that you will receive it. Little faith. Mm. Undeveloped faith is faith that grows like a mustard seed. When action is applied to knowledge, example of this word are found in Matthew 8:26. When the word is sown, it will grow and produce fruit. But if you got little faith, there is no way you're gonna see a miracle or even get healed. Whatsoever is not a faith is sin. Romans fourteen twenty three. No faith. And that's one of the main reasons why you don't see no healing at all. So let's look at this here in uh, Matthew chapter eight, verse twenty six. I'm a biblical teacher. Word after word, scripture after scripture after scripture. Now, you want to be entertained, and I don't have time to joke and laugh. You can go somewhere else. But if you want to be taught the scriptures, you can listen. I only listen to Derek Prince. I don't listen to nobody else. I don't listen to nobody. I do a little Frank Hammond here and there and all that. Derek Prince is what I'm under all the time, very cautious of what I listen to. Amen? All right. Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. We've got a lot of scriptures to cover tonight. So get a pen and piece of paper. When you do come to listen to me, don't come just setting up. Listen. Start writing. Make your fingers make war. Psalms 144, verse 1. The scriptures of the sword of the spirit, Ephesians 4.12. Get the sword of the spirit, Bible, B-I-B-L-E, Bible, Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Get your manual out, your military war manual, because we are dealing with evil. God is a God of war, and Satan is penetrating the church. He does not want healing in the church. He wants you to go to church and not see not one miracle. And when you don't see that, they're in the flesh. But you're going to be so shocked as what the Lord gave me to show you why You don't see no miracles in church. I'm saving that for last. But let's look at this here in Matthew chapter 8. And we're going to go to verse 26. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful? O ye of little faith. See, you got to have faith to believe for healing. Now, if you don't have no faith, you're not gonna get healed. Another thing that people don't see miracles in the church is because their pastors are not anointed. There's no anointing in them to bring forth healing. You gotta get anointed. None. So look at where you at. Are you comfortable setting up in there and you don't see not one miracle? Not one. And even be careful with miracles. Because the devil can transform himself into an angel of light. Don't get caught up in that. But get caught up in getting your own healing individually and remove the fear from you so that faith can operate in your life so that you can get healed. Another thing that I notice uh, people uh, throughout my years of ministry are not seeing any miracles is because of fear. They they Fear the unknown. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, Second Timothy 1, 7. He did not give us a spirit of fear. And when fear overshadows you, you ain't not going to believe in God for nothing. Evidence appearing real. Fear, F-E-A-R, false fear. Evidence, E-A, appearing, R, real. False evidence appearing real. Fear, get your manuals out, Bible, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. Get your, get, your, get your instruction out and read it and get some faith. Now, if you don't have faith, faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17, and hearing by the word of God. Let's look at another thing that causes miracles to be blocked with individuals. You know, <laughs> I was talking to a lady today, and the Lord moved on me to speak to her. And we just started talking. I told her I was in the ministry. You know, I only move when the Holy Spirit tells me to move. Sometimes I go to the store and don't say nothing. But God said, speak to her. I test the Spirit. I always test the Spirit. We're going to do a teaching on test the Spirit because a lot of Christians in America... Uh, They really need to learn that. They need to test the spirit on Donald Trump. We're still doing fasting for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We're going to keep Trump out of office by fasting him out and asking God to have mercy. We're doing this all the way up to November, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I pray against them spirits in him. I'm working on them because I will not allow the devil to steal my country. Now, another thing that stops Christians from seeing miracles or even from getting healed is this one here. Go so to Matthew chapter 14, verse 31. This happens all the time. I see people. Boy, it's like, Christians don't show me, I mean, let me be, let me, I see a lot of defeated Christians, deprived from healing. Christians are sick. Pastors lead church, sick with diabetes, cancer, you suppose me in the ministry, and you dying with sickness like this. And I said, Lord, what is this? God showed me, and I'm going to share with you the things that God showed me, because if you have faith, you can move mountains. If you believe, all things are possible for him that believe. Mark nine twenty three. I had a sickness. And I confess healing every day. I don't have that sickness no more. Gone. So the lady at the uh, at the place, she told me, uh, I'm praying and I'm rebuking this diabetes away from me. I said, praise God, man. I said, That's right. She said, I'm not accepting it. She said, I'm going to take my medicine, but I am not accepting this from Satan. That's what that woman told me. And then she told me, the doctor said, well, I got to cut the leg off. She said, the Lord didn't tell me for you to cut my leg off. And she said, I'm standing on the word of God. She said, you see my leg here? I'm walking on it because I believe. Do you know that most of you Christians, call yourself Christians, especially so-called Trump Christians, carnal those are the carnal Trumpers, carnal Trumpers. I can't stand that demon in him. When you get a spirit of lying in you and believe it, you think I'm going to heal you? So that sister told me, she said, brother, I'm walking. I said, amen, sister. And the Lord moved on my heart. 30 reasons why people don't see miracles. By me listening to that, that lady, I got this sermon. The doctor tell you where you got nine months to live. He don't have the final say over your life. So you accept it. Well, I guess I plan for, I I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Psalms 118, verse 17. Write that down. Psalms 118, verse 17. I shall not die, but live. Watch your mouth. When you're trying to get a miracle. Because the devil, as soon as the word is sown, Satan comes immediately to choke it out. Mark 4.15. Don't let doubt, skepticism, unbelief move you away from your healing. I had a sickness. And I got healed from that sickness. Because I believed in the word of God. I believe his word, because by his stripes we are healed. But you gotta have faith to deal with that. But you know what stops a lot of people from getting miracles and from getting healing? Matthew chapter 14, verse 31, please. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hands and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Did it thou doubt jesus said that that's in red writing when you doubt you don't believe that the lord gonna heal you but you go believe the doctor you will go to that doctor and that doctor said i'm gonna give you some prescription i was at the doctor today at the va he said i'm gonna give you something to put to sleep i said i don't need that my sleep would be at peace he looked at me i said why are you wouldn't give it to me found out that was an experimental drug they putting on veterans not on me My sleep is peace. I confess it. A lady said something that moved my heart. I was listening to Norval Hayes in 1985, many years ago. And she believed. See, the Lord has told me, your faith needs to be increased in him. God cannot do anything for you if you don't come in agreement with him. You have to have faith like a child and just believe. I was moved by this sister in Mississippi, white sister in the Lord called me. I had to find that lady's number. And I talked to her. She really blessed me. She gave me a testimony. It was so powerful. I said, I heard about what happened in that storm. That lady told me, she said that the whole area was flooded by hurricane. I don't know what hurricane does, whatever, tornado or something coming. It was a lot of water flooding the whole area. That lady stood on her porch, and she said, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you water, you will not rise up and destroy my house. For as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. She said that. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. She told me that when she was saying that, she can hear the devil say it ain't going to work. Look at the houses around you. And then her natural eyes start seeing all the houses getting put. the Lord told her, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. She got right back in that line of faith, and she believed. She did not doubt. She said, the instant when the devil tried to get me like that, she, she said, I locked on. Some of you need to listen to this testimony. That lady stood. She said, water. Go away from my house in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Go away. See, I know what faith can do. I was uh, about to miss a plane to Jamaica. I was supposed to speak at a church down there. I said, that plane going to stop. Lord, send angels to stop that plane. That plane stopped at a mechanical, minor mechanical problem I got on there. But this lady kept, she said, this went on for hours, Pastor Overton. She say, the water was rising, and she stood. The water got on the first level. And the devil said, see there? I'm coming. She said, shut up, for we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. 2 Corinthians 4.18. Therefore, more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For that what is seen is temporal, but what is unseen is eternal. Quoted that word to the devil like that. And she said she kept quoting it, and she kept quoting it, and the water got up on the third level. She had five levels. The fourth, and it stopped. And she said, all of a sudden, the clouds stopped. And, boy, you know, it, out of nowhere, she said, it was sun. She said, I believe the Lord. She said, I believe that the Lord honored my faith. God will honor your faith if you use it. So when you have doubt, there's no way. You can get a miracle. They forgot to take bread, and they feared they were starved. This happens twice after they had an opportunity to, to develop and use faith. They saw Jesus feed 5,000, and the 4,000 with only a few loaves of fish. They saw this now. God expected more from them because what they have already seen. Some of you have never seen anything. But for those who have seen, God expect more for you. I've seen healing. I have been healed from a lot of things. Healing works, but you got to believe. I got delivered from crack cocaine. I got healed from that. Crack cocaine is a demonic spirit. I got healed from crack cocaine. I ain't start cracking 40 years and don't want to see it. I got healed from cocaine. God knows that'll mess to kill you. I, I don't even know how I'm alive. I got healed from alcoholism. Stole its Russian vodka. See. Healing works when you don't doubt. In Job chapter 325, for the things I greatly fear has come to me, and what I dread has happened to me. You see, if you put doubt and skepticism, you ain't going to see no healing. If you got a sickness right now, you claim in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. Don't worry about how long it's going to take. Just keep saying until you get healed, and don't never have no doubt. God will heal you. But he's going to heal you in his time. Now, Isaiah 55 eight says, My ways are not yours, neither are my thoughts yours, thus says the Lord. Stand on your healing. Leave unbelief alone. Let's look at something else about unbelief. Uh, let's look at Mark chapter 6. Write this stuff down. Don't come listen to live deliverance in that listening. I don't want that. I'm not quoting the scriptures to show you that I know the Bible. I'm quoting the scripture to give you, to give you something so you can check to see what I'm saying is in the Bible. I'm not going to pimp you like Creflo Dollar. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to pimp you. I'm not going to tell you I need $500 in, in three days. You'll get healed from cancer. That ain't going to happen here, okay? I'm not going to Dollar Dome you. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to T.D. Jake you. I'm going to Bible you. Turn to Mark chapter 6. God's word is true. Anything else? A lie. Let's go to Mark. Reverend P.O. Gore. Man, please. Mark, chapter 6, verse 1. And he went out from there and came into his own country. And his disciples followed him. Now I'm gonna give you a key of why why the church is not having no healing. But I I, I think I need to wait. Yeah, I, I need to wait on that. Holy Spirit told me that's I can't. No no no. Let me let me wait on that. Let's go to uh, last. L A. Okay, I got it right there. Let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter seventeen. I'm gonna knock. I'm gonna knock the, the home run when we get through. Matthew chapter seventeen. Matthew chapter seventeen and seventeen nineteen. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and say, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto him. Because of your unbelief, they couldn't even cast out a demon. You can't even get healed because of your unbelief. If you got unbelief, it's going to block healing. This is why you ain't going to see no healing. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, that's a little bitty, little bitty seed. So God's showing me y'all don't even have a mustard seed faith. That's why you ain't seeing nothing. That's why you're not getting healed. There was a lot of rebellious American Christians. And God saying judgment is going to come on you. God has been working with you 20, 15, 17 years. You still ain't changed. God says, you need to repent. Because the time is near. And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a Grain of mustard, seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Nothing. But unbelief, you ain't going to be able to get none of that. Amen? Now, Another blessing, another area that stops people from not getting healed or not seeing miracles, and a lot of people are going to like this. We didn't talk about this Christmas Eve. I did a teaching. I'm so glad Christmas gone. Them demons gone. Go ahead and put them in the box for the next year. Uh, unforgiveness. You are not going to get healed from your physical sickness until you forgive. I have seen people Die. Actually, physical death, because they won't forgive. I was a hospital chaplain. This is how I got started in the ministry. I learned deliverance ministry at a hospital. And I was making my rounds. I was working for South Fulton Hospital. Still got my chaplain ID. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sure I was real young then. But I'll show it to you. So you don't think I made this up. South Fulton Medical Center. Let me let me get you a good picture of me. I was assistant chaplain. See what I say, chaplain, Emmett Overton, assistant chaplain, South Fulton Medical Center. I was assistant chaplain there, and I would go to a room. The Lord moved me in my heart to go to this room, and the lady was having a liver problem. And I went to visit the Lord. So go in there and speak to her. And I said, ma'am, she said, pastor, how you doing, chaplain and everything? And she said, would you please pray for me? And the Holy Spirit said, tell her she got to forgive for her healing. And I gave her, write this down, because I'm not quoting everything all day now. Lots of scriptures, because I want to quote them other ones. I want to hit, I'm quoting 37 of them to show you why no healing in the church. I'm going to do it now. But write this down. I told that lady at the house, well, ma'am, got to forgive. Go to Isaiah 59, 2. Also, Psalms, chapter 66, verse 18. Go to Isaiah 53, verse 6. Also go to Matthew 6, 14 through 15. Let's look at Isaiah 53, verse 6. Isaiah 53, verse 6. We are like sheep have gone astray. Each of us have turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. See, when you turn from God and you do it your own way, that's unforgiveness because you're not trusting in God; you believe in yourself. That's a spiritual unforgiveness between you and God. But an unforgiveness between you and the brethren is in Matthew five twenty-three and twenty-four. Go to your brother, ask him to forgive you, and then return and present that gift to God. Well, study that and study also Matthew six fourteen, fifteen, and also Job uh, 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 Matthew chapter verse 23 and verse 24 now I want you to see something in Matthew 5 23 and 24 Jesus said take all your gifts leave them and go to your brother now let me show you something Job chapter 42 verse 10 through 13 indeed the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before Then all his brethren, all his sisters, and all those who had had acquaintance before came to him and ate food with him in his house. And they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversary that the Lord brought upon him. And God blessed him. Not once did Job have any hatred in his heart. Not once. He was a perfect man, assumed evil. Job never blamed God. You know, your mouth can get you mess so messed up that you can't get your healing. So back to the lady at the hospital now. I said, ma'am, you got to forgive. She said, I ain't never going to forgive him. Get out, get out. I'd rather die and go to hell than forgive him. I said, ma'am, do you realize what you're saying? Call, come see me tomorrow. I don't feel good right now. So she, you go ahead and leave. When they tell you to leave out the room, you have to go. I said, well, you want me to come see you tomorrow? She said, yeah, come see me tomorrow. We'll talk about it. Oh, man. I went back there. That lady was dead. Went straight to hell. I don't know if she repented or not. But went straight to hell. You have to forgive people in order to get healed. When you are intimate with Christ, the Lord can give you revelations concerning your sickness, the Lord can give you revelations concerning whether it's a curse, because some sickness is demonic, some are curses from sin, and some are spirits of infirmity. The Holy Spirit, when you are intimate with him, can reveal that to you of your, your, your spiritual problem. This is why you have to have a personal relationship with Jesus. his word in john chapter 6 verse 2 then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs which he performed on those who was diseased jesus wanted them to know the bread of heaven the people wanted god for what he did and the blessings jesus says i want heart relationship you have a lot of christians the reason why you're not getting healed you have the wrong pretense of your salvation Lust of vindication. You do not come to Christ with a pure heart. you coming for a deal. I came to the Lord to get me out of trouble. I had a person call me and say, you came to the Lord to get him a Mercedes-Benz because Crestful Dollar said, dollar it, and you'll get it. Dollar. That's foolishness. You have to have an intimate fellowship with the Lord. And when you get that intimate fellowship, ask the Lord to give you revelation of your health. Ask them to give you revelation of the word. Galatians one twelve says, I neither received it by man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. The Lord gave me a revelation, showed me how sickness came in my family. Do you know that you can get sick? Oh, was that by transfer of spirits. You go, you married, you single, okay. You dating? You having sex with that person? You ain't you ain't married now. You fornicating? Do you know all the sickness out that woman or that man when you renite? Get the children out the room. If you got any children, go and get them out the room. I love kids. God loves them. Jesus loves them. But this ain't for children to hear. I will give you thirty seconds. Just remove your children from here, and then you explain. A lot of you also need to minister your children about sex scripturally and biblically, and not be ashamed to discuss it, because I ain't know nothing about it. My mama didn't teach me a thing. I'm running like a dog for 25, 30 years. <laughs> that spirit of loss. Train your children. Show them that. Now, get the kids out. When you have sex with a person, your soul and they soul, you got a body, mind, soul, and spirit. First Thessalonians 5.23 your soul spirit are joint with that person when your penis is in that woman's vagina and y'all transferring demons and do you wonder, how you get cancer but well, it is in my family you didn't have sex with somebody who had that see how dangerous it is for transfer of spirits dangerous man dangerous very very dangerous another reason why you don't see uh, healing in the church. This is a whoo-hoo, whoo-hoo-hoo-hoo whoo, 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 is sin. Deal with your sin. Confess your fault to the Lord. Then you ain't got to let everybody know your business. The first Thessalonians 4.11 says, Make an adoration, lead a quiet life and tend to your own business and work with your own hand." Confess that sin to Christ so you can get healed. In Matthew, religious spirits can also block healing because you think you're a Christian because you're at Mount Mabel Baptist Church. Dr. Leroy told me, my pastor, they said so far, quote me nine scriptures. <laughs> you know, the Lord was telling me on the, the thing, I told the guy, <laughs> I was driving, and said, amen. What about if y'all die and you meet the Lord and he said, quote, 20 scriptures for you to get in heaven and you don't know not one of them, you won't even make it to heaven. The scriptures is life. It's health to your bones, Proverbs four twenty and 21. God's word is health to your bones, Proverbs chapter four twenty twenty one 21 and 22. My son, attend to my words, and kind thy ear unto my sayings, verse 21. Let them not depart from thy eye or eyes, keep them in the midst of the heart. Once you do this, watch, here come the healing. For they are life unto those that find them, uh, and health, H-E-A-L-T-H, to all their flesh. There go your healing. Transfer of spirits having sex, Outside of marriage, are you married, you can put a curse on your children. Second Peter two fourteen if you're married. If you go out there and commit adultery, you got a curse on your children. Curse children. That's in the Bible. Transfer of spirits and you want to get healed. Twenty years ago you laid down with Mr. Gilmore, some some old brothers you don't even know, and his whole family got diabetes It's in his bloodline, that demon come right out of him and into your into your womb. But I ain't never had sugar in my life. Did you have sex with somebody that had diabetes? I don't know. It's the devil killing folks out here, man. You better listen to what I'm saying. But to what shall I like this generation? It's like sitting in the marketplace and calling to their companions and saying, we played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We moored to you, and you did not lament in this passage. Jesus describes a generation that missed God because they won't, Submit themselves to God. Matthew eleven sixteen through seventeen. You have a lot of bastard Christians out here, and they're claiming to get healed. And they can't even fast. I know one. I prophesied to him seven years. He believed that Trump won the election. Seven. It took me seven years to call him. He won't fast. He came over here and went to sleep while I was teaching. He said, "A Christian." Now, how is that a Christian? Sick. Talk to him about he had a cold. I don't have no cold. Swelling, inflammation in your knee. Unforgiveness. And see, so y'all think y'all getting away with your sin. Your sin will call you out. Your sin will call you out. Numbers chapter thirty-two, verse twenty-three. Numbers thirty-two, verse twenty-three, King James Version. But if ye will not do so, do so by what? Humble yourself, you're not going to get healed. Ask the Lord to forgive you for your sins. Behold, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. And a lot of Christians are in sin, a lot of them in sin, and can't get healed. A lot of people are in sin and can't get healed. God wants to heal you brothers and sisters. The Lord don't want y'all being sick. If you have a form of godliness, God can't use that to get you healed. Having a form of godliness but denying the power. And you have a lot of Christians out here. They believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but they don't believe in the power. Because demons, they take power to cast out demons. They don't want to hear that. Now, T.D. Jakes in some trouble now. Having, they say they're having sex with their kids. and so I don't know what they're doing. These mega mega, Christ, mega pastors, I, my spirit always been uncomfortable about those type of people on there. I, I'm not in this for no money. Or when I get my settlement, I'm talking about the Lord going to bless me with a lot of money. But you know what? Ain't nobody going to know because I ain't going to change no lifestyle. You may say, well, that radio station show sure look nice. That's where that money going in. I have died to things on earth. Let me let me show you something brothers and sisters. Please listen because God wants to heal you. And some of you doing things that's contrary to God where he can't heal you. You're getting in his way. And God don't want that. God wants to be a blessing to everybody. 2 Timothy 3:5. 2 Timothy chapter Three. The name of Jesus, not Satan. Wait a minute. I know you ain't finna mess up my Bible. Go on the way here. Three, five. Having a form of godliness. So you can't play. This is why people ain't getting healed. People love titles. Deacon, yes, sir. Chaplain. Pastor. Prophet. Apostle. Those are titles, but, brother, you better live it. If you got a form of godliness and you're denying the power, you can't get healed. That's another reason why people don't see healing in the church. Based on 2 Timothy 3, verse 5. Having a form of godliness but denying the power, therefore from such turn away. Does T.D. Jakes raise the dead? Hell no. Who he cuss? But well, he going to hell if you he don't repent. Cross a dollar. You see dollars? <laughs> Six. Do um, you see him casting out demons? No. Do you see him doing healing? No. Why y'all listen to this garbage? You're a fool. Idiots. Because you don't know the Bible. You want an easy way out. And they will definitely get your money. I took greater works off my air. Off. He going to get on my radio say, I don't care if you hear me or not. I ain't scared of him. I'm calling them out. Sending a hundred and ninety dollars for three scriptures you get here for covert nineteen. Oh damn gangster. See when you poor and then become a preacher you ain't used to nothing. Just because you see a preacher with a big church don't necessarily mean it's all of God. He's the first to say, I'm a prophet of God, I'm a prophet of God Oh, if you won, why, you got to prove yourself. You ain't got to prove yourself if you're a prophet of God. Yeah, you do a little miracles here and there, a little word of knowledge. That don't mean nothing. Master, have we cast out demons in our name and done these mighty works? He say, away from me, you works of iniquity. I know you not. So that don't mean nothing to me. Don't get caught up in mega churches and how big they are. ain't no healing in there. And I'm going to show you why. another thing can stop a person from getting healed is the spirit of depression. Depression is an evil spirit. The garment of praise is for the spirit of heaviness. It's very, very difficult to praise God with a heavenly spirit over you. Stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Depression will block your healing. Another thing that can block your healing is the dumb and deaf spirit. This is why people can't hear. They can't hear naturally. They have to open their ears. And they can't hear spiritually either because their spirit, their spiritual ears are shut off because they won't fuel themselves with the word of God. This life, you don't have a prayer life, murmuring, excuses, John uh, 5, 7. You've got an excuse to study. Study the word. Believe that God will cause healing to the individual uh, person. Now, the main reason why you don't see healing, before we close, the main reason why you don't see healing, number one, They're doing it on the wrong day. Mark chapter 1, verse 21 through 25. And before I go that, let's start with Luke. Then I'm going to roll off these scriptures. Mark. Mark 5, Mark 6. Okay, you ready? In Mark chapter 6, verse 1, And he went out from there and came into his own country. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day, this is Jesus teaching on the Sabbath day, was come, he began to teach in the synagogues. And many hearing him froze, astonished, saying, for where had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand? They seem healing on the Sabbath day. You got pastors trying to heal on the wrong day. That's why you don't see it. <laughs> That's why you don't see it. That's simple. Wrong day. God is not going to honor you worshiping him on the wrong day. Now, I got some scriptures to show you what I'm saying. There are 37 scriptures in the Bible, 37 Bible verses that deals with the Sabbath in the New Testament. Number one, if you compare these scriptures, you'll see why you don't see healing in the church. Number one, write this down. Mark chapter 1, verse 21 through 25. Again, write this down. You don't see healing because they're on the wrong day. Mark chapter 1, verse 21 through 25. They went into Caponium and immediately on the Sabbath day, it said nothing about Sunday, he entered the synagogue and began to teach. They was amazed at his teachings. But he was teaching them as one having authority, not as the scribes. Just then there was a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out the Sabbath day. That's why you don't see healing. Ain't nobody worshiping on the Sabbath. We saw healing. There was a person at Live Deliverance in that radio ministry over in 2005 received healing, not by me. No, 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 no. I'm just a messenger. But by her believing in Jesus, she was healed from uh, uh, AIDS. She was healed. A person's foot was full. They was healed. I've seen healing. You have to let the Holy Spirit flow. You can't take God's credit. And God, with your belief in you, sure, will bring forth the manifestation of healing. Next scripture. Number four, Luke chapter 4, verse 31 through 35. And he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath. There goes Jesus again. I still don't see Sunday. And they was amazed at his teaching for his message was with authority in the synagogue. But of God show, want y'all to know that the sun is the wrong day. There was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cast out with a loud voice. Sabbath day. So go to Matthew. Right? Write all this scripture down. Matthew chapter twelve, verse nine through fourteen. Matthew chapter twelve verse nine through fourteen. Pardon from there. He went into the synagogue. Oh, oh, that goes Saturday again. We still I don't see Jesus doing no healing on no Sunday. And a man was there whose hand was withered. That's the Sabbath day. And they questioned Jesus, asking, "Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath?" Accuse him. And he said to them, "What man is there among you who has a sheep and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath?" will not take hold of it and lift him out? They, they can say nothing. Because Jesus was working on the Sabbath to heal his people, not Sunday. Let's look at Mark chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. He entered again into a synagogue. There we go with Saturday. A man was there whose hand was withered. They was watching him to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, get up and come follow me. That was a Saturday. He didn't say that on no Sunday. Y'all are up in the wrong day trying to get healed. That's why you ain't going to get no healing. That's why you ain't getting no healing. That's a, God is not going to honor no Sunday. Sunday's the first day of the week. They ain't no holy about that. The Roman Catholic Church did that. All right, let's go to Mark chapter 1, verse 30 and 31. Roman Catholics don't like this one here. And Simon's mother-in-law. Now, the Catholics believe that Simon Peter was the first pope. Well, you know, popes can't get married, but we see here Peter had a mother-in-law. That's why I'm not Catholic. Man-made doctrines of demons. Mark 1, 30 and 31, now Simon's mother-in-law was laying sick with a fever, and immediately they spoke to Yeshua about her, and he came to her and raised her up, taking her by the hand, and the fever left her, and she, wanted, and she waited on them. Let's go to Luke chapter 4, write this down, Luke chapter 4, verse 38 through 40. You see why you don't see no healing in the church? Then he got and left the synagogue. Uh-oh. He left. That was a Saturday. And entered into Simon's home. So we know when Simon's uh, mother-in-law was sick, Don't you ain't got no excuse to he healed on a Sunday because he didn't. Right here, Luke chapter 4, verse 38 through 40, tell you what day Jesus brought this healing. Then he got up and left the synagogue and entered Simon's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked him to help her, and standing over her, he rebuked the fever, and it left her, and she immediately got up and waited on them while the sun was setting. All those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and laying hands on each one of them, he was healing them on the Sabbath day. Got it wrong on Sundays. I got pastors I can't even talk to them about on Sunday. they still sticking to it. and Talking about the Lord told them. Man, please. Luke chapter 13, verse 10 through 17. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. I still don't see Sunday. And there was a woman who for 18 years had had a sickness caused by a spirit. There are spirits that can cause sicknesses. This is what the Bible says. And she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are free from your sickness. Sabbath. Let's go to Luke fourteen one through 6. This is why you're not seeing any healing in the church, because it's on the wrong wrong day. God ain't going to honor no Sunday. He's honoring the Sabbath. And I guarantee you to challenge me in other words, show me in the scriptures. Use Sundays in the Bible one time. Easter Sunday. That was a pagan holiday before Christ came. Let's go to six. It happened that when he went into the house of the leaders of the Pharisees on the Sabbath to eat bread, they was watching him closely. (laughs) And there in front of him was a man suffering from dropsy. And Jesus answered and spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? And Christ healed them. Let's go to John chapter 5, verse 5 through 18 we still don't see no Sabbath. If we see the Sabbath, we don't see Sunday. This is why you can't get healed. You're on the wrong day. You're going to force God to heal in his holy name on the day that he only preached one time. Lord have mercy, Jesus. John chapter 5, verse 5 through 18. A man was there who had been ill of 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but why am I am coming, another step down before me. God healed him. Jesus healed him. Let's go to John chapter 1, 1 through 16. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, blindness from birth is a curse. And he and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man on his parents, that he would not be born blind? Jesus answered, It was neither that this man sinned nor his parent, but it was so that the work of God might be displayed in him. That's why he got a, he God gave him the healing. He gave God the praise. That's what God wants you to do. Now let's go to Mark 6-2, as we said earlier, when the Sabbath day came. Now go to Sabbath day again, Mark 6-2. He began to teach in the synagogue. And the many listeners were astonished saying, where did this man get these things, and what does wisdom give him? For such miracles as those performed by his hand, God honored his Sabbath keeping. And you go carry yourself up to some church on Sunday, them old big old hats, look like a fool got a white glove on called mothers. That ain't even in the Bible. That's a so ridiculous man, please. This is what this is what I don't like. The devil the devil's very cunning. Mothers. In the way in the Bible. So Jezebel's Matthew thirteen, fifty four. He came to his hometown and began to the teach them in their synagogue. That's on a Saturday. So that they will astonish and say, "Where did this man get this wisdom and these miracle powers?" Was done on the Sabbath. Now, if you want to get healing, we're gonna have a healing service for this coming Saturday. I guarantee you. Tell someone about the healing service for Saturday. We have Saturday healing, and I guarantee you. Not I can't heal you. But the faith I got in Jesus can hear you. Don't look at me. Look at Jesus. Pastor, I need to send you all to Jesus said to him. Luke four sixteen, And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. A lot of things were going on on the Sabbath. Let's go to. Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. Now, after the Sabbath, that's the day after, that's Sunday. After the Sabbath. Now, after the Sabbath. Let me check this in King James. I don't trust this version up there. The Lord told me, check this. Let me see what this thing said in King James. Matthew 28, 1. I'm a King James man. Hard to read. That's the Holy Ghost teach. Ain't nothing easy. Ain't no easy day. I don't want nothing easy. Matthew twenty eight one In the end of the Sabbath In the end of the Sabbath Lord have mercy Wow It began to draw toward the first day of the week, a Sunday. Came Mary, Magdalene, and other, and Jesus cast out demons there too. Now let's go to Mark 16, 1. When the Sabbath was over, Mary, Magdalene, and Mary, the mother of James, and Solomon brought spices so that they might come and anoint him. Notice that there was no healing on that Sunday. Let's go back to the Sabbath day, Luke 22, verse 55 through 36. Thank you, Lord. Luke 23, verse 55 through 56. Now the woman who had come with him out of Galilee, followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned to prepared spices and perfumes, and on the Sabbath day they rested according to the commandments. Now watch this now. John twelve two. So they made him a supper there, and Martha was serving, but Lazarus, one of those reclining at the table, was with him, that was hidden there. Matthew 24:40. Watch this. But pray that your flight will not be in winter or on a Sabbath. That means don't. When the tribulation come, you better pray you don't get pregnant on no Saturday. That's what Jesus is saying, because the tribulation is gonna be a lot of violence, just like it was the violence on earth, uh, Genesis 6:11. Now, let's go to Mark 2:27-28. 2, 2, Jesus said unto them. The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even on the Sabbath. Okay? Now, scriptures that confirm that Jesus healed on the Sabbath, this is why you don't see no healing on no Sunday. Now, you see why people are not getting healed? You going to church on the wrong day, man. You're trying to ask God to heal you on the day that Jesus didn't do too much of nothing. Everything he did was mostly on the Sabbath day. How come this is so difficult in the church? See, I'm not into denominationalism. Because you get into the denominationalism, they're going to justify Sunday. That's man, religion. They won't even move. You can, you know, I see people blowing uh, sofas and all that. Well, then worship the Sabbath, the Lord Jesus on his Sabbath. I can't pray this because I don't know whether blog talk, I mean, whether YouTube, I mean, uh, Facebook will put me on like that. So I would love to pray this, but I can't. So we see now what areas are causing you to have problems because you ain't lining up with scripture to get healed. Look, man, if you're sick, you need to forgive people. You need to humble yourself, and you need to break curses. A lot of sickness deals with curses. Also, transfer of spirits. You have sex outside of marriage, and somebody in you, you don't know what demons in that bloodline have jumped into you. And then you wonder why you're sick. Sin brings disease. Christ brings healing. Well, why don't you try it on the Sabbath day, see if you get healed? Man told me, he called me, man, I've been on every 30 past 30 years. I can't get healed. I said, what day you go to church on Sunday? I told him, try it on Saturday. He said, I had demons, a demon-possessed. He told me I was demon-possessed because I said that. See, that's when people don't know the Bible. We need to get grounded in 2024 with the Word of God. God does not want you sick. God wants you healed. And if I was you, I would get a computer and go to Google and pull up every healing scripture that you can. And I guarantee you, you'll see it it ain't on no Sunday. This is why you don't see miracles in the church. All you see is money machines in churches and ATM machines, pitiful. But let me tell you something. The tree is shaking now. It's moving people away from that foolishness. I pray that God heals you. Now, the Lord is telling me to tell me there's somebody that's not forgiving their husband. Matter of fact, they're sleeping in two different beds. Spirit of division is in the family. Ma'am, you need to go back and humble yourself and ask your husband to forgive you and open communication and dialogue with your family. Because the minute you allow the devil to intercede and intervene like that, to separate you from the bed, you're going to be separated in the court. The Lord is telling me to tell you, you need to forgive There's a person right now who has arthritis. Rebuke the spirit. Don't accept it. Send it back to the sender. There are some people right now, the Lord tell me there's a person who's doubting. They doubt, they don't have enough faith. You got to have faith, ma'am, to believe. You got to have faith in Yeshua. All things are possible for them that believe it. Just have faith in the Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus over you right now. We plead the blood of Jesus. I want to do something. And we're going to say a prayer for healing. And we're going to make a healing proclamation tonight or today. And I pray that this be a blessing to you. And I have to find the prayer for healing. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you forgive me for all of my sins known and unknown. I ask that you forgive me to be out of your will. And I ask the health and healing in your holy name. Now, I want you to follow me after this. We're going to have a health and healing confession. And I pray that you receive God's healing, God's word works, God's word works, God's word works, amen. I am not confound to this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. By the transformation, I prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect in the will of God, Romans twelve two. By the scribes of Jesus, I am healed physically, emotionally, and mentally. Isaiah verse 5. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24. Yeshua took all sicknesses and infirmities upon himself on the cross for me. Matthew 8.17. Lord, I believe that you can heal me because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13:8. The law of the spirit and life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death, Romans 8, 2. I confess my healing. The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. He who has risen Christ from the dead has given life and healing to my mortal body. By his spirit who dwells in me, Romans 8:11. If you believe that, you can get healed. Okay, there are cataracts. Somebody's getting healed from cataracts. There's a lower back pain. Someone is getting healed right now from a lower pain in their left back. Also, there's headaches. Now, you need to believe Jesus of Nazareth. Say Jesus of Nazareth seven times, and headaches are going to go away. Anybody who got headaches, Jesus of Nazareth, seven times. Seven perfect number of God, I guarantee you, if you believe it, it'll be gone. By the miracles of God, I present my body as living and a holy sacrifice. Acceptable to God is my spiritual service and worship, Romans 12.1. Lord, forgive me from all spiritus of filthiness, from ignorance, from your word concerning healing. For my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge, Hosea 4.6. Ask the Lord to forgive you. I have been bought by price by the precious blood of Jesus. Therefore, I glorify God in my body and in my spirit, which are God's. First Corinthians six twenty. Claim your healing. I prosper and walk in health as my soul prospers through the word of God. God. Third John chapter two. Receive your healing. I release the five God to burn out all sicknesses and diseases that will operate in any part of my body in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. At the cross of Jesus, your, healed, your, your, your uh, diseases have been cleansed. Therefore, your youth is renewed like an eagle in his name. Psalms 103, verse 3 and verse 5. Receive your healing. I will live and not die and proclaim the word of the Lord. The Lord is my strength and my life. He has risen over me with healing in his wings. Therefore, no sicknesses or plants can remain in me nor come near my body receive your healing based on psalms 118 verse 17 someone got a, uh uh a, a ulcers they're getting healed from ulcers jesus ulcers be healed in the name of jesus of nazareth be healed be healed psalms 27 1 be healed malachi 4 2 be healed psalms 91 10 be healed thank you lord jesus I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I command my body to function the way you designed it, away from all sicknesses. Psalms 139, verse 14. Be healed. Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. Sicknesses and disease have no power over me. I am forgiven and free from sin and guilt. I am dead to sin, alive unto righteousness. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21 and Colossians chapter 1, verse 22. I am free from unforgiveness and strife. Forgive others as Christ has forgiven me. For the love of God is shared aboard in my heart by the Holy Ghost. I claim my healing. Matthew 6.12, Romans 5.5, Mark 9.23, Mark 11.23 and 24. 1 Peter 2.24. Jesus Christ bore my sins in his body at Golgotha. Therefore, I'm dead to sin and I'm alive in Christ by faith. By his stripes, I'm healed and made whole. Believe that. 1 Peter 2.24. Someone has sweating in their in 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 feet and ankle. There's somebody got sweating in their feet. Be healed. Be healed. Someone has gout. Don't receive gout. Tell, get out, gout. Come on out of them, gout. The gout. Coming out of that, coming out of that foot, because of your word, I am an overcomer. I overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. First John 4:4, Revelation 12:11. Receive your healing. You have given me abundant life. I receive life through your word, and it flows every organ of my body, bringing healing and health. John. Since then, John 5:63. Heavenly Father, I attend to your word. I incline my ears to your saying. I will not let them depart from my eyes. I will keep them in the midst of my heart for their life and healing to all my flesh. I confirm and confess and believe. Mark 420, I'm sorry, uh, Proverbs chapter 420 through 22. As God was with Moses, so is he with me. My eyes are not dim, neither are my natural abase, but my blessings come through the Father, and I'm healed through his name, Jesus. No evil shall befall me, neither shall any plagues or sickness come near my dwelling. For you have given your angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways and my path and life and healing and health. There is no death, but healing. Psalms 91.10, receive your healing. Psalms 91.11, receive your healing. Proverbs 12.28, receive your healing. Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, took my infirmities and buried my sicknesses. He's bared your sicknesses. Therefore, I refuse to allow sickness to dominate my body. The life of God flows within me, bringing healing to every fiber of my beings, according to Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, and John chapter 6, verse 63. Receive your healing. I am redeemed from the curse of the law, Galatians 3.13. It's flowing from my bloodstreams. It flows through every cell in my body, restoring life. And health, Mark eleven, twenty-three, Luke seventeen, six. Receive your healing. Receive your healing this day. Receive your healing. Jesus Christ beared the curse for me. Therefore I forbid growth tumors to go away from me and my body. Go. Every organ and tissue in my body is function should be functioned under the anointing of the blood of Jesus through my body, through my mind, through my soul, through my spirit. The blood. The blood of Jesus runs through my soul, through my spirit, through my mind, through my body for healing. Second Corinthians 7, 1 says, Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit so we can receive healing, receive your healing. Your word is manifest in my body, causing growth and healing to come. Arthritis, go. Get away from me, arthritis. Go, get away from me. Go in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Get away from me. Heavenly Father, I give voice to your word. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus make me free from the law of sin and death. And I receive the body and the blood of Jesus to dwell in me for healing. You keep confessing that. Don't worry about how it is when you're going to come. Just believe. And God will do it. Arthritis, you must go. Sickness, you must flee. Tumors, you can't exist in me, for the Spirit of God is upon me, and the Word of God is written in me. Sickness, fear, and oppression have no power over me. God's Word is my confession. Mark 11:23. 23. We, we speak healing to the heart and to the blood. Thank you, Father, that I have a strong heart. My heart beats with the rhythm of life. My blood flows through every cell of my body, restoring life and health abundantly. Proverbs 12:14. Proverbs 14.30, my blood pressure is 120 over 70. The life of God, throw in my blood and cleanse my blood cells. Oh, boy, shit! in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I have a strong heart. Every heartbeat flows from my body with life and cleanses me by the blood of Jesus from all sicknesses. Go away from me. Sick of salaminia. God can heal that right now. The Lord can heal sick or sick of many right now. The Lord tell me, believe. Cataracts. Somebody's having cataracts. Believe. Now, if you want to call in for prayer, 646-378-1857. I'm going to, when I get off, we're going to open up the lines for you to come in for prayer. Now, if you want to come in and get healed, I can't heal you, but the Lord is moving, and he's doing the healing. Amen? All of my cells is being healed. My immune system grows stronger day by day. I speak to my immune system with the blood of Jesus. I forbid anything in my immune system that's demonic. And I ask them to go, Matthew eight thirty two. Go, Matthew eight thirty two. Receive your healing. I can do all things through Christ Jesus with strength in me. Receive your healing. Father, I resist the enemy in every form that come against me. I require my body to be strong and healthy, and I enforce it on your word by the blood of Jesus. I reject and disnall any curse of sicknesses, and I enforce life through my body by the blood of Jesus. Satan, I resist you. It is written, resist the devil, and he shall flee. I will not die but live, and declare your word this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you said that, receive your healing. God bless you. Come Erico 646-378-1857. Start doing it on the Sabbath. Leave that Sunday alone because ain't no healing up in there. Start studying the Bible. Stay in the Word. Grow with God. Learn His Word. There are many mysteries in the Bible. Attach yourself and be married to that word, not to the building. Be married to the Word, not the preacher. Because you ain't got a whole lot of preachers out here real. I ain't here to judge nobody. Jeremiah 23, one, go read that. Woe to the pastor that stores my sheep. Now, I ain't talking about you good pastor. I'm talking about you hypocritical pastor. I took this count off my air, sending $190 for a covert virus. I had so many calls from Israel. My supporters said, you don't call to get that man off this radio station. I'm not sending you one dime. You don't charge people to get healed. You don't charge nobody for healing. Jesus paid the price. What the hell are you sending a pastor money for when Jesus already paid the price? You're bought with a price. Jesus paid the price. What are you paying for? You're bought with a price. First Corinthians 6, 6.20. For you're bought with a price. Why and who in the world is telling you to give them money for you to get healed? Boy, they ain't them but pimps. And I'm hitting all pimp. I'm going to call them pimping pastors. Y'all follow them. And you don't even follow the Bible. You'll listen to your pastor before you listen to your husband. You're an idiot. Listen to the word and be healed. God bless you. you want to come into the room, I'm going to stay in the room for 10, 15 minutes. I won't be in there all day. You can come in. For prayer for healing, air code 646-378-1857. Please tell someone about live deliverance in that radio. Good evening, uh, sister. Uh, favor, God bless you. Amen, sister. Thank you for your support. You can get your healing. Believe in Christ. Now, I showed you all them scriptures. Ain't no healing on no Sunday. Okay? Ain't going to have Source seed here. Let somebody know about live deliverance. Tell somebody. I need you to tell somebody because this year I'm aggressively. Me and Sister we're about to do a turnaround. We desire to reach 200,000 people this year. And I can do all things by Christ. It ain't no money for me. I don't get. It. Let me tell you something. If I was, I've been doing this 14 years. Same car. Lord paid the bills. He said, see, I have to become rich. I'm not into that. When you send money here, yeah, I have to pay the bills, the radio station. I don't have a salary. I don't want a salary. I got disability. The God got me with that. I have to use the money to pay the bills here. Sow a seed here. Okay? If this ministry been blessing you, sow a seed. Please do that. Because if you don't tithe, man, you ain't going to be blessed by God. I said many Christians even used to tithe, stop tithing. Oh my God, it's just a yo yo. People saying they don't have no I don't have it within Jesus will say I don't have it either. You don't want to give him a, a, a tenth that he gave you. You stealing from him. Then you trying to get out the hole. You ain't gonna get out the hole like that. And you're gonna use that spiritual law and say, Well, I'll just bypass that. You're you're cursed. Ain't gonna work. Got a hole in your pocket. Stay covered. Please sow seed to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand icon. You have a PayPal site that's available there. I don't give out my address anymore. I stopped that because I was getting all kind of crazy mails and foolishness. So just sow seed. I don't want to give my address because when I'm not here, I'll be in Jamaica, and I don't want nobody coming to my house getting mad and you know. So just. <laughs> Listen to them through here, and you can call six seven eight seven zero one three seven three three for prayer. Tell someone about Live Deliverance. Sow a seed to keep us on air. www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left hand uh, side of the icon on our on our uh, website. You can sow a seed on our PayPal, or you can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to GoFundMe. Saturday service healing. This coming Saturday service, we're going to be doing some more healing, word of knowledge. We're going to also be doing ministry of deliverance. Evangelist Dana Taylor will be in blog talk room, Air Code 646-378-1857. I'm going to see you Friday. We're going to get on air about nine o'clock Friday, and we're going to bring the word at two o'clock on Sabbath service. Shalom, Jesus is Lord, God is good basic instructions before leaving earth, Bible, study that manual, submit yourself to God, don't be deceived, and be peace, and shalom to you. God bless. Welcome to my gymnasium. (laughs) Check it out watch this I ring ticket and ring 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 what? ring 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 the the No purchase necessary boy were prohibited by law 18 plus term and conditions apply. See website for details.